Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. My name is Tom Singer, and I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. You know what? We have been doing this podcast now for 229 episodes, and it's a lot of fun. And most of the time, I interview really cool people who are doing really interesting things as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business leaders, and just those people who have an amazing entrepreneurial spirit. But today, on this episode, you just get me, because I want to bring a conversation to you that came up the other night in our Cool Things Project call. So several years ago, I put together a group called The Cool Things Project, which came out of listeners of this podcast saying, hey, Tom, do you do one of these group coaching programs? And my answer was no, but but I could. And I looked into it and I launched The Cool Things Program and, and basically or The Cool Things Project. And basically what it is, is it's a group of people who either have jobs in sales or they're entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, or they want to be entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, and they're looking at how can they make that leap into the world of working for themselves. And and we get together every Monday night, we do an online video call, and usually about five or six people join the call, and we go through and everybody gets to share a little bit about what they're working on, or maybe what their biggest challenge is. And then the collective brain, the mastermind, jumps in and sort of helps people and encourages people and shares ideas of what people can try. And then we challenge each other to hold ourselves accountable so that when we come together the next week or some people join every other week, we come together, people can say, hey, how is that project going? Or how is it going talking to your boss? Or whatever the thing is. And the most recent call, we didn't really have a theme I often tried to have a theme, but since it was the beginning of the year, what we did is we just talked about what do you want to accomplish this year? And after we went around the horn and everybody sort of talked at what their goals were for the year and what they really were struggling with within their own business you know, endeavors, the whole idea of being able to differentiate yourself sort of rose to the top in, in everybody's discussion. And so I challenged everybody to really describe what is it that makes you stand out? What does it make you different? from your competitor. Now in this group, we have people who do a wide variety of stuff. I'm a speaker, some other people are speakers, some work for universities, uh, some work for hotels, one is a real estate agent. And when I pushed everybody about what is it that makes you stand out, we all, myself included, struggled on answering this question. And I think this is something that happens a lot. When I talk to people in all sorts of industries, this is an area where we don't really do a good job. What makes us different than our competitor? A while back, I was doing a program for a group of uh, executives who worked for a bank. And I started the program by asking them, what is it that makes you different from the other banks in this town? Because it was a big city, so there were regional banks and local banks and then uh, the national banks. And of course, now they compete with online banks. So there was a lot of places that people could put their money. And their answer without hesitation was, we're a relationship bank. And they were really proud of that. They had rehearsed it. It was part of their mission statement. Every single person in the room said, we stand out because we care about the customer. We are about relationships. And I let that just sort of hang out there. And then I asked them, so are you telling me that your competitors don't tell the client that they're about relationships, that they're not really about serving them? And they said, oh, a lot of banks are all about transactions. They're not about the customer. And I said, I didn't say how it was after working with them. 
My question was, when you're in a sales situation and someone is making a decision to go, when I sit down and I want to deposit millions of dollars from my company into a bank and I say, tell me about your bank, they say, we are transactional. We're about getting as many fees from you as possible. And they all nervously laughed and said, no. And I said, you know, I think they position themselves as relationship banks. In fact, I used to work for one of the big banks and I know in their employee annual, it actually says we are a relationship bank. So the problem is, is if what you use to differentiate yourself, if the terms that you use to stand out from the crowd are what everybody uses, then by definition, you are not differentiating yourself. So we talked about this in the Cool Things Project about what can we each do to be able to more clearly define and describe who we are, what we do, and why we really want we, why we really should get the business because we do something different than our competitor. Now, as I said earlier on, I struggle with this too. So years ago, I came up with this whole program of the Conference Catalyst, and, and I named it, and I took this idea from a lady named Sam Horn. Sam is an expert in marketing and branding, and if you're not familiar with Sam Horn, you know, jot her name down and, and look her up later. She's written some really good books, and she is a great consultant to companies on how to really differentiate themselves. And one of the things Sam taught me was – Find something that's just a little bit different. Just shift a tiny bit from what your competitors are doing and then give it a name. Because she said, if you name it, you own it. And I've built much of my career as a speaker being the conference catalyst. And this all came about because I don't just get up and speak about networking. I spin it around and I talk about how can we use this conference as a human laboratory so that you're going to get more success, not only when you get back to the office, but starting immediately. And that was a little different than what my other competitors who spoke on similar type business skills when it came to your reputation and your brand were doing. And I tied it immediately to that conference and I gave it a name. So that differentiated me a lot early on. The problem is, is it's not so much a new concept. Other people have picked up on this and they're doing the same thing. And really, you know, there's no speaker who's going to tell a client, oh, I get up and give a speech and I put people to sleep. Everybody says that they make the client, uh, the conference experience better. So what differentiated me so well for so long isn't really all that differentiates me. And in addition to that, I am doing this new keynote, the, the Paradox of Potential, and it has nothing to do with being the conference catalyst. So the thing that differentiated me the most and allowed me to build my career really isn't what I'm doing today in talking to teams about reaching potential. Now, I still do the MC work. I still do the conference catalyst program. I still do keynotes on your network and your brand and getting engaged in your community. However, I have to come up with a new way to differentiate myself because so much of my business is shifting over to all the research that I'm reading and doing on this whole idea of the paradox of potential. And I don't really have an answer about what differentiates me yet. So that's the coolest part about this mastermind group that we have, the Cool Things Project, is I'm as much a student as everybody else who's in there. So our homework for everybody who was on that call, and I put it on the private Facebook page, our homework for the people who weren't on the call, the homework really is give some thought to what it is that differentiates you. So if you're listening to this call and you have a business, I'm making the same challenge to you. I'm giving you homework on this episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. And your homework is what makes you different than your competitors. Now, the odds are you're not going to come up with a great answer right off the bat. You're going to say, we're a relationship bank. And you're going to think that that matters. 
So then you have to ask yourself, can my or do my competitors say the same thing? Because if the answer is yes, that's not your differentiation. This might take a lot of time for you to find. And so take the time. When you, if you're out for a run right now or you're listening in your car, you know, when you get home, don't do it while you're in the car, take out a piece of paper and actually write down what it is you think that differentiates you. And if you struggle with it, I'll make you an offer. Send me an email and write down what you're trying to say. Write me a paragraph and says, here's the thing I do I think are different, and I'll respond to you. Send it to Tom, T-H-O-M, at TomSinger.com, and let's talk about differentiation. Because I think when we can master this, we really can up our sales. We can really up our game. Because it doesn't matter what industry you're in, your clients want to buy from the right person. And the right person is the one who stands out for what their needs are. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. This is a short episode. I'm not going to really go deeper. I don't really have a lot more to say. I don't want to just pontificate for, you know, 30 minutes because the show is normally that long. This episode is going to be 10 or 12 minutes long. However, if just one person who's listening takes this seriously and does the homework, I think it can transform everything they're doing in their career. And that's what I like to do with this show. I mean, normally I'm interviewing people and I'm bringing you people who are doing exciting and cool things out in their job, uh, in their careers. My whole goal is that somebody out there is going to get inspired once in a while. I realize every episode isn't going to change your life. But if every now and then someone can share a nugget of information that gets you fired up, I've done what I set out to do when I started this show two and a half years ago. So think about how do you stand out from the crowd? How do you differentiate? Write it down. Share it with somebody. Talk to somebody. Get one of your friends to beat you up and say, really? Everybody says they do that or everybody should do that. Because here's the thing. I differentiate myself by doing good work is what I hear from a lot of clients. Well, I got to tell you, you should do good work. Your clients are paying you to do good work. They're not saying, hey, who can I hire who does crappy work? And the other thing is, this is a surprise for some people. Your competitors do good work. You, you may not think so, and you may have tried to talk yourself out of that, but your competitors do good work. So you really need to start looking for what it is that differentiates you. Make sure that you're talking with customers, with peers, with friends, with your employees, with your spouse, because if you're living in a bubble and you just assume your business is one thing, you're never going to see beyond that. People who live in bubbles never get to expand because they don't know what, other, what else is out there as an opportunity. So make sure that this whole idea of differentiation isn't just something you're playing with in your head. Take it out and share it with other people. And if you don't know where to start, join the Cool Things Project. You can jump over to my website at tomsinger.com, pull down the About button, and right there, there'll be a tab that says Group Coaching Project or Group Coaching Program. It's only $595 for six months. That's not every month. That's one payment for six months. Now, other podcasters tell me all the time, oh, Tom, you're not charging enough. Well, you know what? I founded this program because I wanted it to be for people like me, people who didn't want to invest $10,000 in coaching, but wanted to have a group where they could turn to and say, yeah, these people have my back. They're helping kick me down the road just a little bit. And that's what we've created. We have a small but mighty group, and this group would welcome you into the fold in a heartbeat. Give it a try. Let me know. Reach out to me. If you have questions, email me. Call me. Send me a tweet. Hey, it's all good. And if you like this show, not just this episode, but any episode that you listen to, if there's ever an episode where you say, I like this podcast, it's on my favorite list, jump over to iTunes and leave a review because your reviews matter and it makes my whole day brighter when somebody tells me, A, they listen to the show, 
B, they like the show, and C, it's making a difference in this crazy and sometimes lonely journey that they're on as an entrepreneur. Hey, I really appreciate you tuning in and being part of today's episode. We're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody extremely cool. But in the meantime, I want you to go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>